Hey everyone, Josh here. Quick question for you. Do you like coffee? Even more important question, do you like fresh coffee? Coffee that's roasted to order and doesn't taste like the bottom of your kitchen oven. If you answered yes to any of these questions, then you need to head over to McQuanoCoffee.com and get yourself some of the best coffee there is to get. Whether you like the light roast or the dark roast or you're feeling a little whimsical and you want to get that sample pack, McQuano Coffee Roasters has everything you need. And just when you thought this couldn't get any sweeter, make sure to use the promo code REFORMATORY to get 20% off all bagged coffee. Do yourself a favor and stop drinking bad coffee because you know what? Life's too short for that. Head on over to McQuanoCoffee.com and use the promo code REFORMATORY to get 20% off all bagged coffee. You will not regret it. Thanks, and now on to the show. What's wrong with you people? How do y'all feel this morning? Why do you always make me define what you meant? Lucky, that's how I feel. I don't know why you're clapping. I'm talking about you. What do you got for me? Talk to us like an adult. But I'm not going to answer the question until you ask it correctly. Welcome to the Reformatory, the podcast where we, well, we really don't know what we're doing day to day, but we do it. (laughs) And you listen and you will like it. <laughs> uh, you are Daniel Corey. Oh, yeah, I am. <laughs> Pastor of King's Cross Church in Kirkland, Washington. And, and you I am Josh Loftus. Yes. Member slash ad hoc security guard at That's right. said church in Kirkland, Washington. That's What's up, it. Man? Yeah, I'm doing good, man. I'm doing good. <laughs> hey, Daniel, happy, uh, happy National Crouton Day. You know, I love croutons. So not legit. not the ones that like break your tooth because they're so hard. But no, like the, those are dumb. The big deep fat fried ones at Outback Steakhouse. Yes. 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 So croutons. So yeah, I mean, you can't have a salad without croutons. I think like I've been to some restaurants where they serve you salad and then there's like two croutons on top. It's more like a garnish. No, 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 no. Croutons are part of the salad. Yeah, like there yeah. needs there needs to be equal part croutons, meat, cheese ratio to the green things that are in yes. there. Yes, I, I the green things are just a like a mule that carries yeah. the croutons. Yeah. So so funny story. <laughs> Look at that. We're, we're talking. Quarantine has affected us greatly. We're sitting here talking about croutons. <laughs> so so legit legit uh, story. And I was, I was probably in elementary school. Like my parents would get the like cheese and garlic croutons, you know, the ones that like have mm. all the salt on the bottom. Uh, I would just go yeah. into the pantry and eat croutons. Not, not even lying. Like it was, they were like chips. This, this was in high school. You said. <laughs> yeah. 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 Senior <laughs> year. <laughs> I was so done. <laughs> So, uh, I, you know what, off the bat, I really want to apologize for the audio. Daniel is out and about. He's out, out and about. He's out chilling, uh, and he's, uh, I, you got those, those headphones in, so he's, do, not, he's not with his normal mic. We kind of got a late start uh, on our recording this week. It's been a long week, Daniel. I don't know about it you, man, um, yeah. but I'm looking forward to this week being over. 
Um, I'm looking forward to this whole season being over, but uh, you know what? There's no, it, um, yeah, no projected sign. No, I, I am thankful that the Heidelberg encourages me yep. that um, all things are walking according to God's providence. Yeah. To such a degree that neither leaf nor blade nor health nor sickness can confound God's providence. So, yeah. Keep reminding myself that when my inner libertarian is raging. Yep. That's right. That's right. So. Yeah. You know, it was funny. I was just talking to a friend uh, and we were talking. I actually, so le- legitimately, I don't like politics. I really don't like talking about politics. You love um, politics. No, no, no. I, I do not. <laughs> you miss the not. Uh, and uh, I had a friend like talking to me and he was like, so like, why, like, like where, like, why don't you enjoy talking about like, you know, the libertarian side of things? And I said, okay, okay, here's, here's why I'm going to give you the reason why one of the main reasons why I don't like talking about politics, you know, that scene in the first Avengers when Mark Ruffalo, uh, Bruce Banner, the guy that plays the Hulk and Tony Stark are on the ship. And Tony is like jabbing Bruce Banner with like a cattle prod, like trying to see if he can get a reaction, trying to see if he can get the Hulk out, right? That's what happens when I talk about <laughs> politics is that if I go too far, I will Hulk out. And it's not profitable for anyone. It's not enjoyable for anyone. I end up looking like an idiot and a cage stage libertarian. <laughs> and nobody is leaving that conversation um, having profited anything <laughs> and, then, and then i'd have to come in like tony stark and be like i'm calling in eleanor or whatever they yeah, call the, the hulk suit that he had to bring in yeah the hulk buster <laughs> but see the thing is it's like you're the one that gets me to hulk out and then you have to deal with the aftermath this is the yes. thing you're like josh Very josh true. just just settle down <laughs> So, yeah, I'm trying to keep my thoughts very gospel-centered, very theologically oriented, um, grace-filled, because if I start thinking at all about things like, oh, I don't know, freedom. The Constitution. I'm going to get a little crazy. (laughs) Frogs drinking the wrong kind of water. (laughs) Okay, dude, speaking of Alex Jones, did you see that video going around talking about how he is prepared if he has to, to, to eat his neighbors. <laughs> Did you what? see this? No. So our mutual friend, Jack, sent me this video and it's legit. Alex Jones talking about it. He's like, he's like, he's like, you know, I have to get to a point where, where I look at those neighbors. And I have to ask myself, could I do it? Could I do it? And you know what? The answer is yes. Could I string him up? Could I string him up and, and eat on him for a month? Yes, I could. You have to ask yourself the same question. <laughs> And I'm like, what? Uh, what? What? That's worse what's, than the frogs. What's going on here? <laughs> oh my goodness. Oh, dude. Alex Jones. Dude, what if we what did, if we are I the did. Alex Jones of Reform Podcasts? Uh I don't know if it's a what if, but a to what degree are we? To what? <laughs> <laughs> that's fair. Yeah. No, no, the, the Alex Jones, that's like pulpit and pen and stuff, man. Like it is, it is. Yeah. But um way out there. Yeah, it's uh, I just I just filmed. Uh, you've seen those little cutesy videos that we've been doing uh, at the church for just kind of yeah, trying yeah. to do some more fire sidey chats. And um, 
the one that's dropping this afternoon is on conspiracy conspiracy theories. Oh man! And um, I think you're gonna like it. Okay. I talk about um, the grassy knoll. <laughs> I talk oh, about um, right. uh, the moon landings or lack thereof. And um, do you talk about Area Fifty One? No, I should have. So Chan was filming when I didn't think he was. And oh, um, okay, got some good bloopers. He, oh, he, he he caught like what you actually think, right? And then he, he like like he, edited it out. <laughs> he did. You're gonna love it. <laughs> but the whole thing was it kind of um, you and I had a conversation about this last week, I think, where you were lovingly uh, challenging me on uh, things that should or should not be published on Facebook. And um, <laughs> you're, you're rolling the curtain back, aren't you? You're getting vulnerable yeah, here. Yeah, All right. Yeah. All right. And All so, right. no, I did some, I did some more deeper thinking on it. And um, I just took a video to say, Hey, Christians, let's be careful. Like, let's not roll over and be stupid. But let's just right. be careful because we're unwittingly undermining our gospel witness in the public square. When we publish things that are patently false yeah yeah you know so i'm not saying like follow the government and do whatever it says no i'm also saying like not everything is a conspiracy theory right not everything is a nefarious plot so let's let's be careful because then when we talk about christ heaven hell sin they would be like oh it's like another tin foil hat that's right that's right he's talking uh, about he's talking about the devil again yeah and so like let's let's try to be people who are marked by truth so Yep. Appreciate that conversation. I've been thinking about it for a couple of weeks now. And hey, you know what? I, I'm that's I mean, we do it, we do it for each other, right? You we've had many conversations yeah. with each other where it has uh, it has gone the other way. And it's and it's good, man. Like honestly, real talk. That is you need you need friends who both you can challenge, but that also challenge you. And hopefully that challenge you more than you challenge. <laughs> depends on the friend. Depends on the friend. <laughs> and depends on what you're talking about. Um, yes. But dude, so. So that, that, we, that's a good segue right into what we want to talk about. Which yeah, is, yeah. That's one of the reasons why we need the church in our life is you're surrounded by people who love you. Yes. People who have their, their swords aimed in the other direction in your defense. Yep. But who from time to time have to lean over their shoulder and be like, hey, hey, uh, get back in line. Don't, don't be dumb. <laughs> don't be dumb. Don't be dumb. <laughs> focus so, focus on the enemy. Eyes, yeah. Eyes front. Eyes front. Yeah. But Daniel, so, so like we've had we've had a rough couple months. Mm-hmm. Haven't been able to meet uh together, been doing the online thing, which honestly, like you guys are doing a fantastic job. No no like you know it's not throwing any shade at the quality of what you guys are doing online church sucks it's terrible well it's i would so argue that, it's like, not church but yeah yeah sure online right. quotations church right yeah um it's just it's horrible but dude we had dude last week last yeah. week baby we got to meet now it wasn't the same we we did not we did we did like 1950 style driving church yeah it was legit <laughs> It was legit. Um, and we got to see our family. Yeah. Dude, we got to have like the Lord's Supper. We got to enjoy each other's company and we got to sing together, even though like everyone, like you couldn't quite hear each other. So yeah. <laughs> so my, my, the people in my car were definitely like trying to like singing along, but then like pausing to see where everyone else is. We got off crazy. 
Um, but but it was great. Like it was yeah. it was janky, but it was awesome. Loved it. Um, it was yeah, so was, good. Yeah, I was really encouraged with how many people came out. So we did a parking lot service. So those who are listening, we um, we are doing everything we can to um, abide peacefully with our government. And uh, one of the things they've said is here in Washington is drive-up services are uh, A-OK. So we had our first one. It was the hottest day in spring, I think, on record. Yeah, it, it was, was 80, 80 degrees. It was cooking. When we started the sermon. And um, I was so encouraged just to see the saints driving up, um, like – yelling out their windows to each, not at each other, but to one another. <laughs> <laughs> Although I'm pretty sure somebody was yelling at me. I'm not sure who it was. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah but <laughs> uh, that was my wife. She it was, was a phantom voice. Oh, that's right. Yeah. She was telling me to be quiet. Yeah. <laughs> it, but dude, it was, it was just uh, like it, it gave you just like a little taste and a reminder like, okay, yes, this is what's normal. This is what we need. Um, cause you don't, you don't often, I mean, it's a cliche, but like, you don't really appreciate what you have until it's gone. No. Right. And I know for me, I can very easily find myself kind of getting into a rut of not getting to the point where I think that gathering together isn't important. I know it's important. I theologically yeah. understand that, but I get into an emotional spot to where I don't crave it as much as I should. Mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying and oh, yeah. and i'm already like just like i'm like oh man is it sunday yet is it sunday yet like i want yeah. to see my people man like i mm-hmm. i need them yeah it was uh i think that's been one of my fears is that we would not miss each other i definitely think we don't miss each other like we should like all of us our our affections need to come and they need to be informed by the scriptures and our affections can get off from what is true. And so I was afraid that we wouldn't miss each other as much, but it was so good to see the saints, um, you know, talking to one another. And we did like, a like just the way our, our parking lot is formed is it's like a giant horseshoe. And so I preached like right down in the middle of it. We uh, yeah, kind of jokingly called it the sermon in the round, yep. which I know is a cultural reference to some kind of, singing or dancing thing and that yes. the michael Sing, jackson song <laughs> billy jean jane billy jean yep yeah he talks about the round <laughs> in his in his song i don't know what it's about yeah um, well, <laughs> it's not what a, you did yeah <laughs> no i have a memory though of this Catholic church would put on this weird spring fundraiser and they would have their priests dancing to raise money in very ignoble ways. Mm. And um, they were dancing to Billie Jean. I remember going like the irony that that is what priests are dancing. This is weird. (laughs) (laughs) Some people just um, don't see what's right in front of their face. But see, so, so, so here's the thing though. Like I really, so what I was really hoping would happen didn't happen is I wanted to see you standing out in the middle of everybody with like an amplifier hanging around like your waist or something or, like or I wanted like, it like, right in front. T- like <laughs> who who was the rapper the huge clock? Like TikTok, oh, whatever his name yeah, was. Yeah, or yeah, yeah, yeah. You uh, wanted that. 
Yeah, yeah, no, I like, I wanted it like right in front or right behind. And then you just having to literally like circle, like just like walk in circles the entire time as yeah. you're preaching so everyone can hear. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that part of your hopes were dashed, but um, it is, it is. It was, it was well, fun. I, to, I didn't, you know what? Preach. I didn't, dude, I didn't even see you. I was in the corner. All I heard, I heard, I heard, I heard the phantom voice. <laughs> Yeah, I you were kind of out of sight. I could see Brent, uh, but I couldn't quite see you, uh, except when you um, leaned out of your vehicle to take a picture, which makes us look super urban, by the way. I know. Yeah, the picture that I posted makes us look like we're out street preaching. Uh, yeah. Dude, speaking of street preaching. Yeah. Okay. Ray Comfort. No, not Ray Comfort. <laughs> no, I had, you I lost had me a thought. <laughs> I had a thought. And you and I have talked about this before, and I kind of want to put this out. Not, yeah, I'm going to put this out to the listening audience. Um, so there's this guy on YouTube that does these segments. Uh, they're they're always done through a political uh, lens, just because that's that's the realm that he's in. But he does these segments called "Change My Mind," where what mm -hmm. he'll do is he'll go to. It's usually a college campus. Um, because that, like it or not, that kind of is the battlefield right now against um, what, on you know, on his front, conservative ideals, and definitely on our front, uh, Christian, Christian ideals. Yeah. The college campus is one of the most uh, dangerous, if you will, and against against Christianity uh, environments that there is. Um, but he basically goes there, sets up shop, and he has like a question that he poses like um, abortion is murder. Change my mind. So yeah, a statement. You know? Yeah. So yes, I guess that'd be a statement, wouldn't it? Yeah. There's no question mark on the end. Sure. I'm really tired. It's all right. Um, I get what you're saying. But dude, we could do the down. same thing, dude. We could, we could get a reformatory podcast banner, go to yeah. our local, uh, you know, like a local college campus, like uh, mm -hmm. UW, uh, UW has a, has a, like an extension campus in Bothell right down the street. And mm -hmm. we can do the same thing, man. We could say, yeah. you know, something like Jesus is God changed my mind. Sin is real. Changed my mind. Daniel is a hipster. Changed my mind. No one would be able to change your mind. <laughs> I've tried. It's futile. But what do you think but about, about those types of like efforts to engage the culture. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think that they're not just like a good idea, but that they are needful. Um, mm. I think that, so that's actually like the one thing that really caught my attention this Sunday was we were, we're on the two busiest streets in North Kirkland. We're right at a corner and uh, there's a stoplight. So like as we were preaching or as I was preaching out there on Sunday, like people kept like were stopping by, staying down on our grass, like listening. One dude brought his whole like family out, was videotaping it. Um, one car yelled something. I don't think it was praise Jesus. Um, Probably not. But uh, it, it there was like an edge to the whole thing because we were out there preaching in in the public square, and just made me realize like how necessary that is. The churches. Um, well, I can only talk about our church. Other churches maybe have a thriving ministry that reaches their culture where they are preaching truth out there in the public square. But uh, we we really don't. 
and it just made me realize like the the need for us to be bold and to like shamelessly declare these things to the culture and again not to be like you know sticking it to them but to uh proclaim truth to them and to engage them and to not you know we've the church here in america has largely taken like a bunker mentality where it's just Mm -hmm. like hunker down especially within reformed groups we're we're the worst at this hunker down believe what's you know have solid doctrine but don't engage the world around you if they want to come to you unless you're on social media then, then we take up, yes. the heck out. Unsheath your keyboard. It's very, <laughs> follow me, boys. Pull the keyboards out. It's time to go to war. Yeah, it's very, uh, it's very interesting how the boldness and the rudeness will leave uh, when it's a face-to-face interaction and you don't have the yeah. protection of your screen and keyboard. Yeah, you're right. sitting in your mom's basement being a real warrior on right. your keyboard. and. Yeah. Um, I think and there's a place to be bold online. There's a place for it. I'm not saying we shouldn't be, sure. but you shouldn't be bold online and then cowardly in public. Right. right. Um, so it, it, I don't know. It was, it was, it was really cool to talk to our folks. Our text was someone 15 and talks about Christ is the King enthroned in the heavens and he does whatever he pleases. And it was really. So good. Uh, yeah, you know, like it was, it was, it was like, I don't know. The only word coming to my mind is like fun, but I know that's that's not the right word. But like, it was no, awesome. That, that's okay. Like, it was fun. It is fun. It is. It is enjoyable. Like, to, like, like tell our folks, Christ is your king, and Christ he's is your the king. only king. That is yeah. More more than experience. a more than a libertarian. I'm a what? What would you call it? A monarchist. <laughs> that's right you know what i mean like i think that yeah. i i believe in a monarchy and christ is the king and we are to call all people to bow the knee to him yeah and to serve him alone and yeah. to encourage our saints like with the world listening saying hey they man cannot save you only right. god can save you yeah well and, and he do, will and he will and and like there's such Here's the thing, like the, I think what I, what I forget, and I think what a lot of Christians forget too, is sharing your faith in public is a very scary thing. It's something, it's something that is uh, very intimidating because especially in the culture in which we live, we have a pretty good idea generally how the conversation is going to go, right? Sure. But what we forget, I think we forget two things. First, that the Holy Spirit is indwelling within us and empowers us to share the gospel to those around us. Yeah. We we forget that the Holy Spirit is there to strengthen, to comfort, and to give courage in times when we are frightened. And he will do that. I know I have experienced oh, it yeah. firsthand. And I know that you probably experienced, like, I'm sure that that it crossed your mind as you knew you were going to be preaching in public uh, right on the corner with people walking by that this, there is a potential for this to go very 
very badly, at least in terms of uh, social interactions, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Um, yep. Yeah. And and to be honest, like just working my way up to it, like through the week, like there was this, there was like some real palpable fear. Sure. Of going like, like this is, this is, this is way outside my comfort zone. Yeah. This is way out from what we're used to. But like morning of, again, this is, I, you know, I, I fear man as much as the next person does, maybe more. Um, but like morning of, and like moments right before, I was like giddy. Yeah. Like I felt like a cage, like a horse in the, in the stalls ready to go run, uh, run the, the, the track in front of him. Like I was excited. I was pumped. Right. And um, that, that, that's not boldness coming from me. That's like what well, you said, the spirit encouraging, enlivening, um, strengthening. And next time I have a chance to do it, there'll be fear leading up to it. And I pray that in, in the moments of and leading up to it, there'll be you know, courage again from, from him. But just really I, I revealed how much we should be out in public. And um, even like your idea of going to the uh, universities, I love it. I, I'm, I'm, it's hard not to be filled with some remorse or some regret because we had the free chance, you know, for all the time up till now um, to do it. And now you can't go on campuses because they're all closed down, but when they open up and things are, you know, returning back to normal, I pray that we are out on the campuses or that we are on the street corner uh, in front of the abortion mill um, pleading, pleading with moms to, um, treasure the life that's within them and to um, not murder their child and yeah. uh, and that there's hope in Christ and the church can help and that um, you know so outside the mill at the university campus in the parks when you're just at the parks with your kids um, downtown where where people are going to where people are and preaching Christ boldly it needs to be uh, a far bigger port portion of what the church does in society than it is. Right. Right. Well, and you know, I think, I think that is a great use of, and a great way to be redeeming, redeeming this time when we have so much time on our hands, uh, when everything's closed down is to be thinking of ways that we can become more effective once this thing's over, uh, for the gospel. Um, and that doesn't mean that we just ignore any opportunities that come our way currently, but, but, but we have this time as a church where we've got, an unusual amount of downtime where we can be preparing and we can be, uh, you know, we can be brainstorming. We can be thinking up ways to reach out into our communities, the communities that we live in for the sake of the gospel more effectively than we are now. Um, mm-hmm. Because I know it's super easy and, and I'm not judging anybody. I get it too. It's super easy to get tunnel vision. It's super oh, yeah. easy to become very comfortable in the church that you're at. Um, and if your church has some outreach activities, that's fantastic. That's really, really awesome. I know for me, it's easy just to kind of see those as well. You know, that's what our church does and, and to kind of just be content with, with leaving it alone. Yeah. Um, but we have the commission given to us by Christ and it's an individual commission. Mm-hmm. It is to the church cult corporate, of course, but, that church is made up of individual members and each member has been given the exact same battle plan by our savior 
to go out and preach the gospel and make disciples of all nations. Mm -hmm. And we have that promise from Christ. Uh, what is it? Matthew, Matthew uh, 10, right? Verse 20 or, or 19, when they deliver you over, do not be anxious uh, how you mm -hmm. are to speak or what you are to say for what you are to say will be given to you in that hour. For it is not you who speak, but the spirit of your father speaking through you. Yeah. We have the words of life in the gospel, in the word of God. And we are given that promise and that power that those words will never return void, that they will always hit their mark, that the target will always be hit and the purpose for which they have by God will always be fulfilled. Mm -hmm. And that gives us boldness. That gives us confidence. Sure. Um, it, it doesn't always mean that that person will be converted, but no, it means that no, you'll no, be but, sometimes the, the smell of life or the aroma of life and sometimes the stench of death. And both are both in, in their own unique ways, honor and glorify God. Right. Right. And I think that's something that a lot of people perhaps forget and, is that your job is not to convert the person. That is not yes. your responsibility. Nor is, in the realm of what you're able to do. Nor in the realm of what you're able to do. And I think a lot of people uh, have a, a tendency and a reluctancy, if you will, to share the gospel because they're afraid they're going to get it wrong. They're, they're afraid they're going to stumble over their words. They're afraid that, that they're not going to be effective in sharing what they need to share. And what, you need to understand Christian is that you are simply called to be faithful and to share the gospel to the best of your ability and know that the results are up to God. He takes those yeah. words faithfully spoken and he applies them how he desires. Yeah. And yep. that takes all of the pressure off of you to share the gospel. You can be free with the gospel. Because you know that your one job, share it. Share it. Just share it. Yep. The results are yep. up to God. Mm -hmm. and yeah, that I think, I gives think us that's what makes, yeah, that's why I think Calvinists should be the boldest of evangelists. Yes. Because we, we know God has his, he has many elect in this city mm -hmm. and he will save them. Doesn't yeah. mean, so I think if, if you're a Calvinist and, and you're like, you know, sitting in your basement going like, well, God's going to convert them whether they do it or not. Like, well, that's a, that's a really flawed application of that truth. Um, it's not a license to be lazy, but it's a license to then go forth and speak boldly, knowing not, not cavalierly, not coldly, cold heartedly, but to plead with men and women uh, to be saved and to flee the wrath that is coming mm -hmm. and to find refuge in Christ. And, to know that God will do with it what he wills and it doesn't depend to save a person that power is in the gospel but God does use means and the means that he uses is faithful Christians preaching his gospel yeah it doesn't mean you have to be ready for every objection it doesn't mean you have to be the most uh, you know eloquent person Moses you know that was his objection was I'm not very eloquent right Moses, you think that if you think Israel will be freed because of your eloquence, uh, think again. <laughs> right. No. Um, no. But also one of the one of the things again we you know keep circling around on this, but I think it's needed to be emphasized is that's one of the main reasons why we need 
our brothers and sisters in the church is to encourage one another and to spur up or spur one another on to faithfulness um, because we're prone to being discouraged. We're prone to being ashamed of the gospel, which is the power of God on salvation. Um, even, even this last Sunday, uh, one of the guys, we, one of our deacons that we had on uh, helping park cars and stuff told me afterwards, he said he was just really nervous um, because, mm-hmm. you know, the, you don't know if it's going to get weird, like right. weird stuff. Sometimes. And he said he was just kind of like stressing about that and worried about that and trying to think through in his head, like what, what, what will happen if, and one of the first um, <laughs> church members we had show up actually was one of our uh, deacons, Ani Matabushi. Um, and he told the, the deacon um, who was on parking lot duty, David, um, he just told, he just said something very simple. He's like, today's a good day. Yeah. Today's the Lord's day. Today's a good day. And yeah. David just told me, he's like, man, that did so much to encourage my heart and to, he's like, I, I just stopped worrying after yeah. that. Like that little bit of encouragement from one faithful brother spoken to another. Of, yeah. Hey, today's a good day. Yeah. That was, that, I was glad to hear that. That's cool. Well, yeah. I mean, and look, when, when Christ sent his disciples out to proclaim the gospel, he sent them out in pairs. He yeah. sent them out together. He didn't send them alone. No, Strength. no lone rangers. There's no lone rangers. This, this Christian life is not meant to be done alone. Sharing the gospel, you don't have to do it alone. No, you sh- in fact, you shouldn't. Right? Like yeah. we have our brothers and sisters around us to encourage us and to fill the gaps where we lack. Now, again, it's oh, yeah. it's not it's not it's not that it's up to our it's not uh, it's not up to our eloquence, but you know, if you and I go out into the marketplace to share Christ, the Holy Spirit is going to use the specific gifts that it has equipped us with in different ways. Mm-hmm. And we're going to connect with people in different ways because that's what the Holy Spirit does. It uses the gifts, the specific, like there's no cookie cutter Christians, right? Mm-hmm. And there's, it's so powerful. Uh, it's one of the most incredible experiences that I've ever had sharing the gospel with somebody else, uh, with another Christian. Oh yeah. <laughs> it's, it's fantastic because you guys are on the same page and look how this, and watch how the spirit will, will meld your efforts, right? Will literally make you a unit mm-hmm. in sharing the gospel. So Daniel, I'm super excited. Um, I look forward to the opportunities that are ahead uh, mm-hmm. and just the vast amount of, of, of opportunity that there is out there for you and I to, to do some good work, man. I'm really looking mm-hmm. forward to seeing, uh, seeing kind of what, uh, what, what transpires in the next months. I'm looking forward to it. For sure. And one of the things that I've tried to emphasize to myself and to others, and I know it'll sound kind of trite, but I, I, I genuinely don't mean it to be so. There's a lot of talk right now of, man, I just can't wait for things to be back to normal. And I get the sediment, and I feel it, and I want it. But there's another sense in which I go, I don't want to go back to normal. I know exactly mean. what you're talking about. Yeah, I don't want to go back into the rut that I was in. Yeah. Nope, I don't. Nope. If, if the Lord uses this to drive the church out of the bunker and into the public square, I don't want to go back to the bunker. I don't want to go back no. to normal. No. No, no, I think, I think we have, we have seen 
I think we've seen the battlefield. Like, like we've seen, like, like Christ talk, talking about how the, the fields are ripe for harvest. Mm-hmm. I think we've seen it. We need to stop hanging oh, out. Yeah. Stop hanging out in the barn. The work is out there, <laughs> right? The yeah. work is out there. Yep. Absolutely. I That's agree. it, man. I've got a, you, you gave me a questionnaire uh, from our listeners the other day. Yes, and, I did. Uh, I, thought I, I, I thought I would give you one. You failed epically. No, no, I oh, I did, yeah. But uh, I, I want to, I want to poke your uh, cultural knowledge here, Josh. Oh, I'm no. poking prod here. Okay. And um, this is gonna kind of be on the fly, but I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna see how cultured you are. Okay. Yeah. So, are, are you ready, sir? Prepare thyself. I am. I am a little scared. Not gonna lie, but yes, I am. I am ready. Gird on your sweats like a man. And answer me. <laughs> okay. All right. My sweats are on. <laughs> your, are, your, are your sweats girt, though? My sweats are, well, yeah, I think if I girded up my sweats, I'd be a little uncomfy. So I'm going to leave okay, them where they're fair. at. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that's fair. <laughs> if Jack Bauer and Chuck Norris were to engage in a mortal conflict, who would win and why? Oh, my goodness gracious. They're both so amazing. Are we talking Chuck Norris now or Chuck Norris like in his Walker, Texas Ranger prime? Primes of both. Primes of both? Oh my goodness. Dude, I'm going to have to, I'm probably, I'm going to have to go with, uh, I'm going to have to go with Norris. Just, you got to go Norris. I got to go Norris. I'm sorry. Yep. Right, Jack one, Bauer, one Jack Bauer is awesome, but I got to go Norris. Yeah. I mean, Jack Bauer after Norris would kill him, would like resuscitate himself, but then Norris would just kill him again. Yes, that's right. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right, name three movies that Dwayne the Rock Johnson has been the main character of. The main character of? The main character of. Uh Don't so, define that too deeply. Like Yeah, okay. Well, um so Jumanji 1 and okay. 2, he was a main character. Is 2 out yet? Yeah, yeah. Right, I you just get, I'm, I'm, I'm just gonna count one. Count one. Dang it. Okay. Uh, Fast and Furious. <laughs> okay. Um, and then, um, um, um. Oh, is that one? That other one with Chris Rock. Um. Oh shoot. Oh well, he was the he he was the Scorpion King. Oh, Hercules. Hercules. Oh, duh. Okay. There you go. Uh, yes. All right. Well, you. All right. I kind of thought that would stump you. I kind, of, I kind of thought you'd get two. Sorry, I was trying to think of the one where, like, where Dwayne Johnson he starts off like he's like a in high school he's like a little he's like a short little fat kid, and he comes back yeah. and he's like FBI. I haven't seen the movie. I just saw the trailer. I thought it was fun. Gotcha. But sorry, go ahead. Who is the greatest wrestler in the history of WWF? WWF. WWF. Uh, so, dude, like, real talk, I never got into pro wrestling. Mm. I did. I did real wrestling, so pro wrestling was kind of an insult. Um, <laughs> but if I'm gonna have to, if I'm gonna go now, you're testing my knowledge. Was Hulk Hogan WWF? Yeah, he was. I'm going Hulk Hogan then. Hulkamania. I just just because I love him and I love his no, no. Rocky. I, I I think you're right on this one again, man. I I was hoping to stump you, man. Like the Hulk. <laughs> is the man hulk hogan like his cameo in rocky too i die every time because he's the worst actor in the world 
Uh, like 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 he makes Sylvester Stallone look like a like a grant like a uh, an Oscar nominated actor, and that takes some work. <laughs> Dude, that's that's well done. That's good. That's it, good work in that yeah, case. Yeah, that's good work. <laughs> What is your favorite Miley Cyrus song? I don't have one. Let's see. I don't even know if I could name one. Uh, Miley Cyrus. No, 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 I can. Um, 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 uh, Wrecking Ball. Wrecking Ball. Like, isn't that a Miley? That's a Miley Cyrus song, right? Do you know any other Miley Cyrus song? Doesn't she have the one that kind of like made her famous? Something about like... Like a part party in the USA? Yeah, sing part of it. Do you, do you know it? Do you, can you party sing Party in the USA? I don't know it. <laughs> <laughs> I just named you two. Come on. <laughs> As, that, all right, I'll give you points. You're like four for four right now, dude. Well done. You are a, a culturally <laughs> okay. Real, man. real, real talk question here. How many of these did you think up beforehand versus are literally thinking up on the fly right now? All of them I'm thinking up on the fly I thought, right I now. Thought, I thought so. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness all right would you expect anything else from me no 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 honestly the amount of uh, show prep is, is consistent i i'm I'd yeah be, i'd be i'd be a little i'd be a little shocked if there was anything more than this what is the uh, the quintessential daily attire of a fundamentalist homeschool person. Oh, this is easy. This is very well. <laughs> whatever their dad's wearing. <laughs> but if if not, um, it's going to be a button-up T-shirt, button-up. So it's going to be a short sleeve dress shirt, usually yeah. plaid, buttoned yeah. all the way up, all the way to twelve o'clock tucked in to jeans with a threaded belt that is hiked above the navel so that you've got a good three inches of gap on the Mm -hmm. bottom but um between uh the end of the the bottom of the the jeans and the shoes um you've got tube socks pulled all the way up normally with uh sandals Could not improve upon it myself. <laughs> it, it, the, the threaded belt really does kind of. Uh, the two, the difference between that would be a, for a young man, for a young lady, it would be a jean jumper. But It'd yeah, be a jean jumper. Yeah, we got it. That's, you that's got, right. it. Yeah, 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 we got yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, and like, like, like they, if they're dolls, they like come with accessories. Like for the girls, they get like a crochet kit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> For, for, for the, the for boy. the young boy, it's a homemade bow and arrow it's a- with sailing flying. <laughs> yeah. Dude, you That's did exactly it. You right. did it like I did. You know it. We all did it, baby. Yeah. Couldn't figure out why that thing never worked. Oh, uh, it didn't work. I couldn't kill anything with that thing, man. <laughs> what is the worst, like, nineteen? I think it's eighties, like Maranatha esque worship song. Oh. There's a few in the runnings, but I think there's a clear winner. Like there's a Usain Bolt in the mix. You got to define Maranatha for me. Like, how are you using that term? Because that's 
that's, like in that's my mind, happen. I'm I'm just thinking of like see if I illust- start illustrating it, the only thing that comes to mind is like so like 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 charismatic like church shine, fathers Jesus, shine. like yeah okay it has to be from the eighties eighties nineties okay eighties nineties that'll help um the worst what was the uh, oh I've got it I've got it what is it. And these are the days of Dude, Elijah. that's the one! That's the one! <laughs> I knew that's what you were thinking, man. <laughs> days of Elijah, hands down. Dude. Oh, man. Uh. Yeah, it's the worst. The worst. How the did days you of Elijah. know? Uh, it's, like, it's like we, we have the same scars. Oh, oh, dude, we, we do. We... <laughs> We've been we hurting all the same ways. We both grew up in, ways. like, 90s, 90s... Uh, yeah, 90s Bible camps. Yeah. I remember even as a kid being like, I don't understand what this song is talking about. Yeah, yeah. Days of Elijah, Shine, Jesus, Shine. Um, oh, oh, uh, do you remember the, um, uh, oh, blessed be the name of the Lord. Yes. It's glorious. That wasn't nearly as bad as Days of Elijah. <laughs> you give and take away. I, I, dude, I, when that song came out, I thought, like, man, this thing is deep. <laughs> yeah, that's right. This is like end of, ending. Dude, I was like, man, this I, this thing is just, whew. Oh, man. God talking from the whirlwind kind of junk. Um, All right. I will man. give you one more. I'll give him one more. Ah. Then we got to wrap this sucker up. All right. If you could pick one of these two bands, like to pick one is to say that you wish the other never existed. Wow. Okay. That's okay. Like, like, like death row. Like one lives, one dies. Holy smokes! Okay. All DC right. Talk. Oh. Or Newsboys. Oh. Man, you're gonna make me pick which one of my children I want to live and which one of my children I want to die. Yes. <sighs> All right. If I have to pick one. Yeah. DC Talk. Whoa, ghost pick there. I think you I'm picked keeping, wrongly, but de- defend, DC talk. Pick. defend the pick. Two words. Kevin Max. That boy's voice is amazing. It's going to have to be DC Talk for me. If, if there was like rumors of a DC Talk reunion tour, would you be oh, like, yes. Dude, I'd be all about that. Yeah, I'd like unashamedly, <laughs> unironically, I want DC Talk to reunite and give us some more awesome music. At least one more album. At least one All more. Right. Like, you know, give us a farewell album. Come on. Well, dude, you batted a thousand on that one. Well done. I appreciate that. that. You know, that was a good quiz. I like you actually, like, like I like being on the receiving end of these more. I feel like I'm always the one that's quizzing you. <laughs> it's because you're always astounded at how little I know. That's fair. That's fair. It does make, it does make for some pretty good radio. Well, ladies and gentlemen, we thank you very much for sticking with us, listening to this episode. Hopefully we didn't ramble too much. Uh, Really appreciate you all as listeners. Uh, If you would not mind, if you head on over to Patreon for the, uh, you know, under the cost of one coffee a month, you could become a Patreon supporter for us and help support the content that we're putting out. Uh, We would really, really appreciate it. It costs money to do this stuff. And um, you can follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, at reformatory pod new episodes come out every single thursday and thank you all for listening and looking forward to uh talking about the church coming up it's gonna be great out bye